Super Better by Jane McGonagall. One sentence summary. Super Better not only breaks down the science behind games and how they help us become physically, emotionally, mentally and socially stronger, but also gives you a 7-step system you can use to turn your own life into a game, have more fun than ever before and overcome your biggest challenges. My favorite quote from the author is, Reality is broken. Game designers can fix it. Jane McGonagall. Way back in 2012, I was really into watching TED Talks. One I remember a lot clearer than most others I've watched was Jane McGonagall's, which was already her second talk on how games can change our life for the better. Super Better is the game Jane designed for herself when she was recovering from a brain injury and had to lie perfectly still for weeks and weeks. Based on her experience in game design and scientific research, she created an avatar, power-ups, bad guys, and went on quests every single day to take the illness as a challenge and make it fun. By the way, Jane's sister, Kelly McGonagall, is just as popular and has written the very popular and even related book, The Willpower Instinct. So after Jane played the game herself, spread the word about it, and even turned it into an app, she's now also condensed all of her knowledge into a book. Here are three valuable gaming lessons you can learn from it. 1. Gamifying your life works because of post-traumatic and post-ecstatic growth. 2. Video games can make you feel less pain. 3. Whether games have a positive or negative impact on your life is up to why you play in the first place. Ready to become Super Mario or Princess Peach? Let's-a go! Super better, lesson 1. Gamifying your life works because of post-traumatic and post-ecstatic growth. This answers the question, what is the science behind gamifying your life to improve it? Super better was the result of Jane fighting a severe concussion that would not heal. Since she didn't just want to get better, but be even better than before, she came up with the name Super Better. Simple, right? Jane the Concussion Slayer, which was her alter ego in the game, battled bad guys like Bright Lights, collected power-ups like walking around the block, and eventually landed an epic win by making a full recovery. The underlying phenomenon Jane relied upon was post-traumatic growth. It's when we take a crisis, catastrophe, or big adversity in our life and turn it into a stepping stone to becoming better. Take it as a challenge and find benefits in it. This often happens to car crash victims, who find themselves appreciating life a lot more after the crash, or cancer survivors who start running marathons once they recover. However, you don't need to run your car into the next tree in order to play a round of super better. There's another form of growth that doesn't quite require trauma, called post-ecstatic growth. This is the kind of growth that occurs after running a marathon or when you manage to quit smoking, and it's just as powerful. Super Better can help you achieve both kinds of growth, and the best part is, you can design your game entirely yourself. Super Better, Lesson 2. You can use video games to reduce physical pain. This answers the question, what are some of the positive physical benefits of playing video games? Think video games are all about fun? Nope. In a study, patients with severe burns who had to endure painful treatments got to play a game called Snow World during the procedure. The recorded brain scans 
showed less showed they felt less pain because they were giving their attention to the game. In a similar study, people who played 10 minutes of Tetris within 6 hours after a traumatic event like a car crash instantly experienced a lot less involuntary flashbacks where scenes from the car crash kept popping up inside their head. It's remarkable, right? This reduction in physical pain comes from two things. First, playing a video game shifts our attention spotlight and allows us to react less to the signal of pain. And second, the activity of playing engages us in a state called flow, where we're so engaged and absorbed in the activity that we feel in perfect control of our lives. In this way, we give our attention to a positive activity, which also makes us feel in charge. This gives us the confidence to endure the pain and our body adapts. Super better lesson 3. Whether games have a positive or negative impact on your life is up to why you play in the first place. This answers the question, will video games spoil our kids? Of course, we all know that one weirdo who spends all his time in his basement playing video games and has zero friends. But that's his fault. Whether you let games make your life better or worse is really up to you. Why do you play games in the first place? In the above case, games have a self-suppressive effect. They're a way to escape from the problems of real life and the immersion in the game leads to avoiding those problems. But when you play with a positive goal, gaming becomes self-expansive. You're more confident to express who you really are and become happier. The patients who play Snow World, for example, are of course avoiding the pain while they're playing, but they're also empowering themselves to face their treatment. No matter which side you start out on, you can always make the switch to self-expansive gaming. For example, by starting to play with friends. My personal takeaways from Superbetter for 2017. Whoo, lots of things coming to my mind as I read here. Okay, first of all, uh, there's an app called Superbetter which lets you play a sort of Jane's game and adapt it to your own uh, personal needs. I had this app back in 2012, super early, like way before she made it popular or even the book popped or anything like that. Um, but back then I I failed. I sort of stopped using the app after a while and I think it was uh, because of two things. One, Coach.me, which was Lyft back then, re sort of replaced it and that was my habit tracker and that also had gamification. And the second thing is I didn't have a specific goal. So I didn't have something specific. I was like, oh, let me do this. It'll be good for me. But I, I recommend you set something specific as a goal. Like if you have something like, oh, I need to overcome this, this health problem or I want to develop a, a running routine or something like that. When you have something specific, it's a lot easier. It makes a lot more sense. So that said, let's get into add-ons. A uh, couple of things. First of all, um, when Jane went on quests, that's an idea that another book, uh, which I also did the audio for already, I believe, is uh, very related to. It's called The Happiness of Pursuit by Chris Gillibo. And what Chris talks about is you should go on a quest. Like, uh, and examples he mentions are, for example, a lady who cooked a dish, a meal from every country in the world. Or, or going to every country in the world. Or maybe it's sailing around the world. Or it doesn't have to be travel, but you get the point. Like some quest, some sort of mission that you're on that you want to accomplish. Um, that book talks about that part in a lot more detail. And it's one small part of gamifying your life. Um, which can be a way that gamifying your life makes your life better. So that I wanted to point out. Um, 
the next thing I wanted to point out uh, is that uh, coming back to Tetris, so you can't just play, uh, you can not only play Tetris to sort of deal with a, a severe uh, accident. What you will also notice is there is uh, another thing called the Tetris effect, which means that um, basically in the study, people play Tetris for a couple weeks on a regular basis, play like an hour of Tetris a day. And what happened was that these people noticed solutions to problems in their own lives. So imagine you have played Tetris for two weeks and now you go to the supermarket or you have a job stocking the aisles at the supermarket, even better. And suddenly you start to see, hmm, those cereal boxes should really go in the top row and those should probably be moved to the left. And if I do this here, I can move this item that's bought more up front and so on and so forth. Of course, uh, arranging shopping uh, grocery store aisles is very much like Tetris, but you get the point. Like these people would start to see uh, sort of organize, especially organizing problems as Tetris problems and then solve them with their gaming experience. That's another really cool thing that came to my mind. Um, uh, and then, of course, the positive versus negative effect. I mean, uh, I played games for both reasons. Uh, when I was a kid, I played a lot. And I like to play by myself, actually, to just beat a game and really get through it. But then I would always brag about that accomplishment to my friends or just or share them or share with people online who played the same game and talked about it. So I think there's different components to it. Um, some ways you can gamify your life. Let me give you some examples for me. Uh, when I downloaded the app, at first I came up with an avatar. I called myself Iron Boy as a reference to Iron Man because I was at the time I was like, I mean, like a young, smaller version of Iron Man. Let me be Iron Boy. I think having like a secret persona is kind of cool. Um, uh, what other thing have I done? I have, uh, again, I've gotten coach.me as a habit tracker. So every day I would did my habit, like a morning routine. I would check in and it gives me a check mark and then I get a streak. And when I once I have a streak, I want to continue. It's like the Seinfeld productivity hack with the calendar and the big X on it for every day that you pull off your habits. Um, that's one way. Uh, another thing I've done is I've set a goal of writing a certain amount of words every day, like 250 words, 1,000 words, and then do the same thing with a check-in. Um, so you, or you could track your total words written. In 2016, I wrote over 500,000 words, over half a million words. Um, tracking that, that's kind of fun. Um, and then lastly, I'm gamifying my life right now because what I'm doing today is I'm recording new summaries and um, what I'm doing is I'm watching a movie. I'm watching Spider-Man 3, actually. And what I'm doing is I say for every 20 minutes of Spider-Man that I watch, I record two more summaries. So right now I'm recording the summary and then another one and then I'll go back, watch 20 minutes of Spider-Man and then I'll switch back. And by switching this around, it's like playing a game and like playing opposite sides. So there's tons of ways you can do this to improve your life. Um, check out Jane McGonagall's work it's worth giving a shot her TED talk's pretty good I would start there and um, see you on the next level